0: Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield with your host Todd Fox and...
1: Fernando, how's everybody doing?
0: Well, let's get... St- <laughs> Without the small pleasantries, it's been a, a tough night here on the West Coast as we're recording here Thursday evening. Just
1: I'm on the East Coast, remember... I'm in New Jersey. I'm in Yankee territory. So everyone over here is just pumped up in testosterone. And, you know, hey, yo, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Mm. They're bullshit things.
0: Well, at least you could throw one thing in their face, and that is as of Thursday evening right now, the Yankees needed pitching desperately and went out and got two power hitters So and lost 14 to nothing today. So, there you good. go. There you go. Good for them.
1: Yeah, Joe oh. Gallo's a difference. I can see it now. And here we go, <laughs> a three-run home run, and the Yankees trail 10-3. to three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yep, because pitching always beats uh, good hitting, and Tampa Bay is now owning that division once uh... – I still think they're going to overtake Boston, but Boston's pitching is pretty good. But enough of them. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I'm, I apologize. This is the Angels podcast, and we're going to talk Angels baseball. We're going to recap the Rockies and talk about Oakland, the current game that's going on right now, and the uh, weekend series. So you want to start things off, Fernando?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get straight to it. I mean, uh, let's start off with the weekend series against the Twins, right?
0: Or against the Rockies.
1: I'm oh, sorry, against the Rockies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going way back. Yeah. I guess the Rockies. So, yeah, so we'll start off with Monday. Monday was a 6-2 win for us. Uh, our boy Shohei Otani uh, got the W. He's now 5-1 with a 3.04 ERA. And, Ra- and uh, sorry, Marquez, the guy who everybody wants right now, Angels fans, what I guess a lot of other people want him, is now 8-8 with a 3.54 ERA. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Angels ended up winning the game 6-2 uh otani did it all that game i mean in a in a world where shohei otani does everything he literally did everything that
0: game right Mm-hmm. you sure did uh and he just he, oh go ahead sorry no no you're good i was gonna say he's showing why i think um he's probably gonna reach 10 wins this year uh, especially in the second half i think he'll be the best thing going and uh you know he's gonna hit you know 50 some odd home runs so easily an MVP, but that was a game they had to win. They had to win the series. So one up, one down. what did they do in game two?
1: Yeah, we're, we're going through this quickly, aren't we?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You had more on it? I'm sorry.
1: Well I mean I just we don't really talk a little bit more about the game. So I mean that was the game uh did C give up a run that game? It was just an uninherited run that went to Cantana or was I wrong? Because this- C did pitch uh point two innings. He gave up a hit
0: yeah, I think he allowed a run to make it 3-2 before the Angels added on. Yeah, because it was pretty damn close. Uh, They almost lost the uh the decision for Otani in that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And then Rysel Iglesias came in. Some of the named Rysel Iglesias came <laughs> in and decided to do what he does best. I mean, Rysel Iglesias uh, more or less has been lights out this year. I mean, he's – well, what did he pitch, 3.35 ERA. I mean, he's – He's mm-hmm. killing a man. Right. Iglesias is a piece to build around for sure. Especially in a bullpen that has been literally absolute junk. besides yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I mean, he's a free agent and I, I just don't know how with the off season, if they're going to lock this guy up, take care of in-house stuff before they get to the free agents.
1: Well, what they need to do is right now, I mean, tomorrow is the trade deadline. So by the time this episode is released, mm-hmm. the trade deadline will be, you know, today, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're listening to this in the morning, tune into the trade deadline show. Yes. So Chase, uh, Todd will be popping in. Andrew will be a fixture. I'll be popping in. Uh, Taylor Blake Ward will be coming on as a guest. Mm-hmm. So uh, tune into that. But yes, uh, I mean, back to the trade deadline, you got to figure out, man, is Rysel Iglesias going to be a piece you build around and you're going to sign him or resign him? Or are you going to trade him? Mm-hmm. If you're going to resign him, like today's the day. Hell, resign him now.
0: Yeah, I believe so. His I've,
1: price is only going to get higher.
0: Yeah, if you're not going to trade, for, uh, not going to trade him away, like you said, I see no reason not to. Um, you got to push his agent. That's a, that's what it comes down to: whether or not the agent's going to wind up letting him sign in season. We just have to see. Some agents do, some agents don't. We just don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would have. I, to be honest, I would have done it at the, at the uh, All Star break. Mm-hmm. If it was, if I was Perry, mm-hmm. I you know that that would have just been the best time. I mean, you know. We, there's a little bit of a gap there, anyway, and I would have just told him, you know what, bro, we gotta, you know, we're we're trying to figure out where we are right now as a team. Are we contending? Are we buyers? Are we sellers? We want to build a team with you on the back end of the bullpen to kind of lead the way, and you know we need you around here for you know three years. And if you would have been like, you know, that would have been the time. If they would have told me like, no, you know, we don't like to talk about that, I'd be like, cool, bro. Well, we're gonna go ahead and move on. We're gonna trade you then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just too hard for a bullpen that's been too inconsistent. You need to find you know, what works and you got to roll with it. As of right now, he's literally almost all we have in the bullpen. I mean, who else are you super comfortable with right now in the bullpen, taking the ball?
0: I'm just Watson. That's it. Um, Because at least I know Watson hits his spots. You know, he's been, he hasn't been erratic like everybody else. So, I mean, I really don't have any confidence in anybody else in the bullpen. No one. No, that's it. Oh, well. And, Watson, and Watson's on a one-year deal too, so it ain't looking likely that he'll be back. So, and he's up there in age too. I mean, I know lefties can throw to forty, but I think what Watson's thirty-five, something like that. So yeah, he's
1: a little, he's an older cat for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we just had uh, our, our uh, one of our top prospects, Warren, uh, make his debut right now. Uh, it was Austin Warren? One point one innings, uh, no hits, no earned runs even got a strikeout. There you go. So he was doing really bad in AAA as far as ERA. But, I mean, you know, everybody who really knows how the organization works and how the Pacific Coast League works in AAA knows that the ball just flies there. You know what I mean? You can, you have to take those numbers with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like if you're got like a three ARA, you're kind of dominant down there. That's that's why it's crazy to see what Detmers and a few others have done in the AAA system so far down there. They do have a couple other relievers, but I just don't know why they didn't pull them up that are under two right now. But we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, man, there's so many things right now that I think the Angels are going to do. And here's my thing. I, you know, and here's how I feel. You know, well, actually, you know, we'll get to that when we talk about the trade deadline. How about that? We'll, okay. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. All okay. right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, anything else about this game? I know you're already ready to move on. I just want to make no, sure I'm
0: it. good. I'm good.
1: Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, July 27th. So that was the game where almost everything that could go wrong did go wrong. We lost twelve to three, mm. and you know a guy who's been pretty reliable, Jose Suarez, just didn't have it.
0: Mm. And
1: you know he was almost the Jose Suarez of old. Pitches looked flat. Was scared to go after guys, but he did go after guys. They took deep. You know they had hard contact. They kept hitting in the gaps. The defense wasn't there. It was just a multitude of things that went bad. Three errors.
0: Yeah, three there errors in the three first game. Mm-hmm.
1: You're not gonna win anything with three errors,
0: Yeah. I mean, right away, those, those two errors by Mayfield at third. And I think he had an error by Iglesias as well. Like you said, I mean, they put him behind the eight ball. I believe, um, I believe the, out of the six runs he gave up, I think he should have only been charged with two. And I think he was, but I think 400 runs, Um uh, he threw a lot of pitches, wasn't getting the calls, but those errors just opened the floodgates twice, uh, to for the, uh, Rockies. And, um, Unfortunately, that was a game where I'm all I'm gonna say about this with it being a blowout twelve to three and Roger Lodge being the only thing to say, Hey, let's listen to that home run again. Without that home run it'd be twelve to nothing, but it's twelve to two, you know. Um I I just think that that is a microcosm of the Angels season where any time the rest of the division or teams that they are chasing lose all in the same night to give the Angels literally an open door to gain ground, the Angels shit themselves. And that, I think that was the, the thing I took away from that game, more than any of the errors, more than the pitching, anything that happened, was just, hey, here we go again with another opportunity to gain ground, and we don't do a damn thing about it.
1: You know, I mean, it's kind of been the M.O. for the last, like, decade almost, you know, with mm-hmm. the Angels. I mean, you know, I guess it's been more like the last, like, half decade. Yeah. But, you know, you... Whenever they have the opportunity, they just don't strike. And, you know, division games is really where that boils down to. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the opportunity, like you said, you know, to gain ground. And for whatever reason, you know, it's it's an injury. It's a, It's a bad outing. It's the bullpen blowing it. It's, you know, the offense not coming through with timely hitting. It's just – it's so many things that we're just getting incredibly – Frustrated with because it's just you just think to yourself, just gosh, just once can this stuff just pan out for us? Mm -hmm. You know, I saw an interesting tweet and I don't know who posted it. It was all you know, somebody on Angels Twitter that said that it's crazy to think that if the Angels bullpen was just an average bullpen, we'd be a top five team in baseball. And you know what? Most people are going to be like, Oh, that was stupid. But (laughs) I mean, if you really think about it, it's really not that far off. Yeah, the Angels had just an average bullpen, maybe even just slightly above average, they would be a top team in baseball. If our bullpen could hold a couple more leads, we would, I feel I'd be right there. We would at least be like a game or two out away from the wild card. And that doesn't seem like a lot, but there's a big difference between, you know, being five or six games out of the wild card and being one or two out.
0: I I like that you brought that up because if you think about it, there's 22 games where the angels this season, 22 that they've either blown or that the Angels were either tied and the team has just shit the bed and given up the game, like, given up three to four runs. So you think maybe if you take 15 of those, you know, or let's just I'll let's take just, half. Take yeah. A,
1: take half.
0: So uh, let's just say you take half right now and you give us 11 more wins. You'd be sitting at 61 wins right now, which is – you know, and that's not a big – you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like, oh, taking 11 out of 22 makes a difference. It does. If we had sixty wins right now, we're ahead of Oakland. You know, we're the ones behind Houston. Instead, where we're at, and even even at fifty-one and uh, fifty, I believe we are, it doesn't feel like we are a winning club. It doesn't feel like. We are a D. Sixty one
1: wins. Sixty-one wins. We are a top five team in baseball right now. You're absolutely um, right. See the Red Sox have sixty-three, the Rays have sixty-one. You're in first place of the AL Central, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, second place of the AL West. Hello, let's do the National League. You're you're if you're in the NL East, you're murdering everybody. <laughs> NL Central, you're ahead. NL yeah. West, even
0: you're yeah.
1: not that far off. So you' right. wins, we're talking about a completely different season. We're in right. a different situation. We're the one getting Max Scherzer. We're the one getting Trey Turner. We're the ones making all these moves. Because Perry's like, you know what, F it. We're going all in.
0: Yeah, but I think there's they, more of a desperation to do something.
1: Exactly. And it's just, you know, we heard yesterday, well, you know, the Angels wanted to see. I don't know if be saw the tweet yesterday where it's like, well, Perry wants to see how the game's going to turn out tonight before he makes mm-hmm. any moves.
0: Mm-hmm. And I say,
1: look, tonight, it's almost the same thing. So, yeah, you know, we're going to I, I, closer and closer to talking about the trade deadline. So and, I, and I real quick, my, yeah.
0: <laughs> real quick about Madden though. Before this game tonight, uh, they did a little segment with Gooby talking about the lineup, and they sat down and they said, oh, "Okay, here's the lineup," and they had Madden read the the, the card. As he read the card, he, and Gooby at the end goes, "Hey man, sounds like a victory tonight." I'm like, Poof. "Come on, man! <laughs> I mean, right now it's lucky we're lucky to see where it's at right now." So. Moving on, <laughs> shit. I'm just yeah, really. Yeah,
1: I just, you know, it's it's been a fun time, man. It's been a roller coaster ride with this uh, with this lineup. It just there's no consistency. It's really hard. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I get it. I get it. You know, injuries, injuries, injuries. But it's like, how much longer are we going to hide mm-hmm. behind that excuse? I mean, really, I think this is more of like a of an ownership situation. It's like. At what point do you look at your training staff? I mean, I think you're the one who told me that it's yeah. been the same training staff for, like, the foreseeable past.
0: It's been a long time. The same guy's just been trotting out there every year. So, and at
1: what point are you going to look at that and be like, you know what, we have a lot of injuries. Maybe we need to get, like, a different strength and conditioning coach. Maybe mm-hmm. we need to get some different team doctors. Maybe we need to get something. I mean, how many times do we hear Joe Madden be like, oh, uh, he had a little bit of an injury. It uh, didn't look like anything serious. We're not too concerned. Oh, season-ending injury. And look what happened to Dexter Fowler. Mm-hmm. Joe Madden had said, like, oh, it's not that big a deal. He's going to be fine. Oh, like yeah. Something along those lines that he wasn't very worried. And then, they, oh, Dexter Fowler had a season injury. Okay, no problem. Oh, I, Mike Trout's going to be back in, like, six to eight weeks. No big deal. You know, whatever. We're pushing two months. We're pushing three months.
0: I forgot about Fowler because I remember when that happened in, in uh, Florida when he got hurt. Um, I thought right away initially the way he popped watching so much football in my time. I thought, oh, there's an ACL. He's done. Yeah, no, it's over. Yeah, and, and then and then you said it too, y'all. Wow, you know, we dodged a bullet because they're saying that you know that that's not an ACL. That you even told me right before I told you. You said, dude, that's we're so lucky. That's that should be an ACL, but it's not. You know, I'm, I'm glad he's going to yeah. be back because they were like, oh yeah, he'll be back two days, three days. <laughs> God, bullshit. That's what I'm
1: saying. It's like just be honest. I've got no problem, man. Someone's hurt. I'm not gonna get mad. I get mm. it. Injuries happen. Mm-hmm. I get frustrated. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, it's extra Fowler's fault. It's not like the Rendon situation where I'm like, all right, come on, homie. Come on. You're getting paid way too much to get hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's... But,
1: I mean, you know, with Fowler, I mean, we kind of, you know, we expect a Fowler to be a clubhouse guy. That's all we expect out of him. But uh, I'm not mad at him for it. But um, what I am mad about, is the outcome of this game 12 to three. The angels look flat. They look defeated. They look like they had nothing in the tank. Mm -hmm. Jose Suarez gave up eight runs. I get it. Only half of those were earned, but got eight runs.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, three, three errors. I get it. But it's like, talk about not getting out of an inning.
0: Mm -hmm. Talk about,
1: you know, not making good pitches. And then, let's say you had Wants come in, give up two runs. You had Guerra, your boy, come in, give up two runs. You had Mayers decide to come in and not poop the bed for Wants. And then you had Adam Eaton, the GOAT, two-way Adam Eaton, come out with a 0-0-0 zero, ERA. Zero, zero he Mayden. threw 90 oh. miles
0: per hour. So.
1: I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just, maybe we got to start barking at that <laughs> <pretty>.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true, because they were talking about bringing him in in game three. So <laughs> they wanted Eaton back out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, God, I mean, that's. What, I think Gooby was the one saying like, "Oh, it's kind of funny when uh, guys who throw strikes their whole life come in, and all of a sudden these position players pitch, and you know they just go right after these guys." And you know what? It's because Adam mean knew he was up there and he had nothing to lose. Yeah, he
0: said, yeah. like, "You know
1: what, man? If I get lit up here, nobody's going yeah, yeah. to care. Yeah, go up there and have fun. I'm going to throw 90 <clears> miles an hour and just challenge people.
0: Yeah, why not? That's probably going to be one of the best uh, times of his career. You know, he's going to tell his kids about that. Like, hey, I pitched before."
1: Yeah, yeah, I pissed before and actually shut people up. I actually mm-hmm. did decent.
0: Exactly, I,
1: I did better than that Steve Seashack guy. Dude, watch me throw like him. <laughs> freaking, look at the flick of the wrist of like his pizza.
0: That looks like a TikTok video or a, what is it? a Snapchat where you just hit the boomerang and it goes back and forth. That's what it looks. Like.
1: <laughs> Man, Steve Seashack out here freaking like flipping, flipping pizzas. He's like, <laughs> it's, a, like it's a Papa Murphy's.
0: Dude, he's Have a- you ever
1: been at Papa Murphys?
0: No, I haven't. I haven't.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't either. I mean, in your place where you got to pay full price and they cook your own food, I'm out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're basically doing. i got
1: to go home and make it in the oven? <laughs>
0: yeah, you're doing all the work. But, but I'll tell you one thing. 51 and 50 at this point, and last night's appearance, uh, c Shack made his 50th of the year. That's Or 51st. So he's been in there half the games. Why? <laughs> you know?
1: I don't know, man. It's just I, I'm I'm over some of the portions of mismanagement. It's like you know, it's funny if you look at his numbers. His numbers themselves are not that bad, mm-hmm. which is like the funniest part. Like you'd look at it, you'd be like, oh, a three point something ERA. That's not bad. Look, yeah, yeah. A three point eight three ERA. So I mean, it's starting to trend upward. But I mean, you know, that's still not like absolutely horrible. Oh, you know, come to find out, you know, it's all inherited runs. You know, if Herod Runs didn't exist, his ERA would probably be like 27.
0: I I know. He, it... <sighs> don't get me started on that guy. I get so much freaking messages from people just tired of that guy. So, yeah. I, I'm tired of talking about him. <laughs> we have to. Yeah, uh, I don't
1: know what it is, man. I mean, yeah, I had a lot of faith in him coming into the season because I was like, oh, you know, he was good with the Astros. He was track good with record, the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a good track record, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. You know, some guy tweeted at me today because uh, he had said something about like Alex Claudio in the offseason. He was like, "Oh, Alex Claudio is so bad, yada yada yada." Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, sent me that, and he was like, "Oh, this didn't age well." Like my tweet telling him, "Like, well, it's not my fault. You didn't do enough research. Alex Claudio's had a good career, yada 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 yada." Mm-hmm. I basically just told him off and said he had an ignorant statement, and he made fun of me and told me my my tweet didn't age well. And I was like, you know what, bro? I'm not afraid to make, I ate, you know, to eat crow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, Claudio Watson, C-Sheck on paper, these were all great signings. We were all lit when these signings were made, maybe yeah. not as much Claudio, but I mean, these guys had good track records. you know, they were above average pitchers. We had stuff to be excited about, but for whatever reason this year, I mean, look what Hunter Strickland got traded. We were all freaking throwing a party. We were like, Oh, he's having a great season with Tampa Bay.
0: I didn't understand that one bit. I mean, unless something happened mentally before Tampa decided to trade him, he came over with those sub uh, 2 ERA, and we were all happy, like you said. And I thought this guy's going to anchor that bullpen or calm it down a little bit. He didn't do nothing but make it worse. I mean, he yeah. blew every game he was in, he was terrible. He.
1: And I just kept telling myself, one of these days he's going to turn the corner, he's going to turn the corner. And it's just because it's just like this wishful thinking. It's oh, like, yeah. I don't know if it's not the, it's the honk in me or if it's just yeah. like freaking like I'm just so waterboarded by this team. It's like I don't know what it is, but it's like, you know, at some point you always tell yourself, you know what, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Like you say, it's like a like a bad relationship, but it's going to get better. It's going to get better. They love me.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the, but he turned the corner all right out of the stadium. They got rid of him, and he's I don't even know if he's on a team right now.
1: Yeah, who knows? Uh, All I know is this team keeps on Trevor Bauering us. It's not even cool.
0: mm I know.
1: By the way, we don't we don't condone the abuse of women, so the no, no. that's that's not, that's something we're okay with. It was just a bad joke, sorry.
0: Yeah, and he he could be traded too, uh, Bauer. Not uh not before the deadline, but he could be traded at some point to uh LA County jail. We'll have to see where that where that where that goes if the Dodgers wanna make on. that trade. This is just in. Yeah.
1: This is just in Trevor Bauer going uh, to a Pasadena prison, uh press conference to follow.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's going. He's going somewhere, but uh, not. Source: not, just...
1: in the Sheriff's Department. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Do you think that he's, you know, the the Scherzer deal was like the nail in the coffin, like he's done for the year? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. The, the, there's, I think the the. It's always cryptic when you see um, in football, especially because in football, for whatever reason, those guys are more divas. They're on social media more. So whenever you see, oh, so-and-so unfollowed the Bengals, you know, he's a Bengal player. It's like, oh, he's gone. That's sort of like the giveaway that that dude's not re-signing, uh, you know, and then so this happened with all like uh, Pool hosts and a few other players just deleting him off of social media and then. You know, everyone's like, "Well, that doesn't." You know, Dodger fans are like, "Well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything." Yeah, it does. You know, and then and then you come out just the other day saying the Dodgers players don't want him back in any capacity anyway. So yeah, that's what it was. He's he's good. It's gone, dude.
1: I want to know if he's done with baseball or what. I mean, really, it just really depends. I think what the verdict is. You know, oh, if- what's gonna.
0: If he's guilty, I think the best he could do is pitch in the Mexican League or go to uh, Japan. I think that would be the only way. Uh, other than that, I think his American career is long over.
1: I really want to know what's going to happen with this with his agent. I mean, what Yasil Puig and Trevor Bauer? That's that's rough. That's let's, a tough one to recover from.
0: Let's just say she doesn't do her character backgrounds very well. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> maybe she needs to get a new a new department for that.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's really nothing to talk about that game, man. I mean, it was that, that it, it was a bad game. Angels played a bad game, mm-hmm. but that, uh, that final game against the Rockies was a little bit better eight to seven, but they still almost blew it. I mean, Andrew Heaney actually threw, I don't, I mean, it, it was, it was a quality start. I don't want to call mm-hmm. it a gem, but mm-hmm. it was certainly a quality start. I mean, six innings pitch only give up four hits, three runs. All three of them were earned. He only walked, three which for him is you know amazing might as well be zero Mm -hmm. and then he struck out eight but Homer and Heaney did return he gave up a very early home run because Courtney immediately texted us and was like oh Homer and Heaney's back
0: yeah exactly she called it she said there was gonna be a home run in this one um
1: I mean hey Courtney knows her baseball but I mean come on it didn't take it didn't take a a genius
0: or fortune teller
1: to predict (laughs) that I mean she knows what she's talking about I'm not saying that at all. I, I you know, I, I, I very m- more respect her baseball takes, but I mean, come on, my yeah. son knew that was
0: going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and then and it was, what was funny about it is he actually settled down, and you're thinking, okay. And then the Angels got you know runs back. Otani went deep, and you're thinking, okay, another home run by Upton, one by Stassi, and it should be game over, right? And then the guy we were talking about, our boy, who like my dad said when he came in, watch, he's going to hit somebody. He always comes in and hits somebody. And right away, you know, his slider went way outside. He got one, two to the first batter then just plunked him. You know what I mean? Or a second batter. And so you had two on right away. He walked the next guy. It's bases loaded right away. You can't relax with this team, bro. You just can't. Yeah.
1: And now I absolutely agree with you. Dude, we had to get Papa Fox on. Maybe for like the season recap.
0: <laughs> we should. We'll get,
1: we need to get Papa Fox. He's going to be like, these losers.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i don't trust anybody on this team <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, even, do you think he even trusts trust, trust Rysel or
0: uh he i think he does because when i watch he's like boy he get, this guy's got some fiery stuff you know like he gets kind of excited so yeah i, I think he does but he's told me he's like it's rassil and a bunch of garbage
1: <laughs> i don't think he's wrong like the thing i like about riceel is like he like actually has emotion. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he goes out there and like you can tell, like he's locked on. Like, dude, his like the way the way he's like so zoned in, mm. I would honestly be scared to face him in a in a batter's box.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's something else. And uh, the way he just jumps out two strikes on most every batter is is nice to see. It's rare when he's behind an account. So I like yeah, that.
1: What's too. the guy saying? in the hangover? Oh, this crazy motherfucker. I thought he was gonna eat my balls.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Addy, I think the guy's name was that's
0: on that movie, no, not off offhand.
1: Um, okay, okay. Well, yeah, it's like that, man. Right, Sella so, like, just kind of has a no look, man. You know, he's he's going for it.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: He knows he's going for that W. But um, yeah, no, so as far as that game, uh, so besides Heaney putting up a pretty decent performance, yeah, C came in. They gave up three runs. Only two of them were earned. Uh, Watson gave up a run. His ERA is currently 4.64 now.
0: Mm, it's raising like yeah, everything else. Up.
1: Yeah, it's going up quick. But Rysel, 1.2 inning, uh, innings, uh, two hits at 3.23. But I do think one of those runs by Watson was an inherited run by Rysel Iglesias. Now, we really can't give Rysel... The, that much of a hard time because i mean the guy was called upon to give what i think like five outs mm-hmm. something like that and they keep doing this to him dude like at what point are we gonna start putting right like in the fourth
0: because well, we don't
1: bring him to the fourth
0: <laughs> because we just don't have a bridge gapper i think finally i mean i wouldn't have ex- i wouldn't have expected madden to give up on myers before he gave up on c Sheck. I thought it would be the other way around, but he's clearly given up on Myers. He's not using him in the eighth inning anymore. And, uh, you know, it's like, who do you put out there? And like you said, five, six out guy. You bring in Rossio against a team that's like been hitting. And then those hits they got off of Rossio weren't that bad. I mean, they were just like little flare shots. And unfortunately, the one went through and uh, tied the game up. So.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and then once again, I mean, I don't think any Angel fans were angry. I mean, he blew a save. He blew his fifth save, but it's like, how many of those are on him? It's like most of them are you know, oh, he's overworked. Like, we're putting him for five innings. Like, closer mm-hmm. like, is supposed to come out to get, you know, three outs. Mm-hmm. Ideally, that's the case. You know, occasionally, you know, a four-out situation happens. I get it. But man, oh man, like, we need, we really, really, really need a seventh and eighth inning guy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I
1: mean, if we were to, you know, Let's just say we can take Rysell Iglesias back in time to when we had like Blake Parker and like Hansel Robles. Can you imagine that seven eight nine?
0: Oh, that'd know, be like pretty crazy. Nineteen.
1: That would have been great. Uh huh. I've been lobbying for the Angels to get Rysell Iglesias for years. I mean, my godfather was a big Reds fan, still mm-hmm. is. So you know, I I've been watching Ricel forever, and I'm like, dude, the Angels need to get this guy. They need to get this guy, and if we finally get him. And I mean, he's been pretty good, but I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it's getting to him. That's the problem. It's yeah. sixth through eighth inning. I mean, normally you got to have like a six-run lead just to have the opportunity to get to mm Hmm.
0: Uh it's just hard. I think next year the you know we all thought it was starting pitching. It still could be. I think it's only maybe one piece with the current roster we have because I do think the youngsters are going to make a big difference next year, but. I just think that this bullpen is a total rebuild. I mean, you have to bring in everybody. This has to be hopefully a uniting. The the, the problem with having to rebuild an entire bullpen, usually bullpens grow together at least half the time to where players have a culture of doing things. If you bring in just a bunch of vets, that's what scares me. We could have the same shit problems next year. You're gonna have to get guys. We did this year. Yeah, you're gonna have to get guys that are gonna have to fit together somehow. So I don't know how they're gonna do it and actually have a real pitching coach. Wise is not the guy. Wise is just not the guy.
1: Not doing it for you. I was hoping for an
0: extension. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think.
1: Ten-year extension. Ten-year contract.
0: Like I said, the. (laughs) Oh jeez. The only extensions I would give on this club so far would be uh, Butterfield and uh, Molina. Everyone else can kick can kiss my ass. They can all go. Uh, I, I'm right there with Madden right now. He's, you know, I was team Madden for the longest time, but I'm starting to lose faith in that dude. I really am. It includes a well, training the good staff. thing
1: about, yeah, yeah, no, that should be the first to go. The one thing I will say about Madden is like, at least it doesn't look like he's lost the the clubhouse or mm-hmm. lost the dig out. Like when Brad Osmus was around, you could tell he like lost everybody. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a lost cause. Even when Social was here his final season. So that was what, 18? 18, it didn't yeah. look like he had lost the, the clubhouse.
0: Yeah, he still sometimes
1: him. where it took like a lost cause. Yeah. And I don't think Joe Madden's there yet. Like I still think they have some respect for him. I think the mindset in there is just like they feel defeated because everyone keeps getting hurt. Mm. I mean, look, right now we're trying to make a push so we can approve it, like, hey, we're a seller or we're we're buyers. Mm. But then Jerry Walsh goes down. You yeah. uh, know, it's like, how are you supposed to diagnose a team between being a buyer or a seller? when it's literally a bunch of AAA guys.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty I much. I
1: mean, who who's on this team <clears throat> right now who we truly expected to make a giant impact? David Fletcher. Who else? I mean, you know, you you know, as far as pitchers, I mean, there's really nobody not named Rycelec Lacyus. I mean, obviously Shohei Otani. I mean, that goes without saying. We expected yeah. him to be to be good. But I mean, besides those three guys, who currently on this roster right now? If I could have gone back back and asked Todd Fox, like, who's going to be the you know the big guys this year?
0: It's hard to say. I mean, when you keep putting a mash unit together, and I'll say this for Perry in the beginning, like, hey man, I had you, you I got your back because you're inheriting a piece of shit program from Epler and Artie. And I've seen things that he did in the draft where I was happy about, but coming to it now, um, you know, with a deadline looming and you know, literally less than twenty four hours away. Um, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. And because I feel that, yeah, with a the record they have, as much as we've been shitting on them, and as much as things have been stacked against them, their fault or not, injuries or not, we're only a couple players away from being right in the mix. And the fact that we so far are taking an L after so many years of taking L's in the deadline. It's just beyond me, man. I am really like throw my hands up, like fuck this shit. This season, I'm I'm really in a bad mood today. That's why I mean I'm not fiery as I usually am. I'm just like, dude, why? You know, it's an angry laugh because you're telling me to single out a guy who was gonna tear it up this year. I couldn't in the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what? I mean, we keep on, you know, not addressing the elephant in the room. We keep saying later later, later. But we already talked about the Rockies series. There's really nothing to talk about. I mean, we won two out of three. It probably should have been a sweep. And if it mm. wasn't, I mean, we predicted two out of three. Like we said, mm. you know, it's really hard to predict, you know, a sweep in baseball. It's too yep. hard to do. But I can tell you what shouldn't have happened. We shouldn't have gotten our asses handed to us in the second game. That was an embarrassing game. How do you lose like that to a team that had ten road wins? Ten mm-hmm. road wins. God, damn, I was able to count it on two hands. We are past the All Star Game. If a team only has ten wins at home or away, I don't care if it's on the moon. Mm-hmm. You should beat them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There is zero reason. That means that they've gotten swept a numerous amount of times. I mean, if we're talking statistically. Yep. And we didn't pull it off. That's the most angels thing ever, right? Not only did we not pull it off, they literally wrote, you know. Farted in her face. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I was searching for an analogy, and I could. They goddamn gave us pink eye because you just. God, it, of course, of course, we would get our asses kicked by the Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad to the point where let's not be honest here. We were losing for a chunk of that third game i could have been the only angels fan who was sitting down like here we go we're gonna lose the series to the rockies i was i'm gonna buckle up i mean let's be honest yeah any realistic angels fan was watching that third game and been like here it comes get ready
0: yeah and and, and then a friend texted me he said, uh, "You know, it would be funny that we would beat the Rockies and then turn around. We have to play the A's, and the A's are coming off." He, he said, "The last time we did that, the A's were scuffling. I think they had lost six of seven, and uh, and what happened was we played the Rockies, and the Rocky, or not the Rockies, we played Oakland, and they got better. And it's yeah. like here we go again. So every time, yeah, yeah.
1: So addressing the elephant in the room now." Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the trade deadline. Un- unless you want to just cover the Oakland game. It just real quick.
0: Uh, Well, it's, I'm running out of time because I think the Oakland game just finished. So I'm going to get on the there, post you know, game. So.
1: Yeah. Tune into the post games every night, even though the post game for yesterday would have already been out. So go on YouTube. Um, but um, yeah. So trade deadline, S- some of the big moves that have happened. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're just sitting here doing nothing. You know what? Yeah. I mean? If we're going to be sellers, I've got zero problem with that. But mm-hmm. be a seller.
0: Do it. Do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Go out there. I am tired of doing nothing. It happens every year. Or that meme I made a couple days ago where it's like that guy, you know, the guy who's normally sweating because he can't pick the button. Yeah. They yeah, yeah. end pitting both. Yeah. It yeah, says yeah. Buyers and sellers. Literally, it's the most accurate thing ever. Every year, we're either buyers and sellers or we do both or we do nothing. I mean, what? Was it like 2019 where at the trade deadline, all they got was like Max Stassy?
0: yeah yeah i, I it, it blows my mind because um like what you're saying right now with how they just don't know how to be all in or not out at all and what i've been talking about like three weeks ago on the pre-game people were asking who do you think or post game who do you think is gonna go or which team should we go after i said nationals marlins rockies uh, you know, pirates teams like that that are dead last in their division. I, I didn't mention Rangers because you know they wouldn't trade with us no matter what. I said I'm not well, really.
1: Maybe you don't know. I mean, this year anything
0: could happen. Yeah, but I was I was like literally those four teams, and I said outside chance fleece the Marlins because Did you I
1: say the Orioles.
0: No, 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 I didn't say the Orioles, but I... because they haven't done nothing either. But remember, I said, hey man, I have a friend that's saying the Marlins are are gonna sell the bulk of their pitching. And the Angels had a guy down there looking at some of their pitching. Okay, that's fine. And I thought, okay, if we're going to do that, let's do it. What has happened in the last few days, Marlins have literally sold off their bullpen. And they have some good arms. And they got rid of them. They got some good pieces back. But my point being is they got, you know, obviously the Angels need bullpen help. The Marlins sold off their bullpen. Pirates did the same. The Rockies have done a couple moves like that. And we're still twiddling our fingers again. And I want to have this faith and back up Perry. But when you don't do anything, I can't sit here and say, hey, man, I got your back again because we're doing the same shit that we're supposed to be bucking the trend. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, I, I just wanted to commit to something. Like I said, man, you're going to sell Rysel. You're going to sell Jose Iglesias. You're do it. Anybody who has value. God damn, you're going to sell Mike Trout. Do mm-hmm. something. I know you Do mean, it. He's hurt, mm-hmm. but it's like. Do something. If Perry would be like, you know what, we don't like the way the, this organization is going. We're going to do a full sell tomorrow, and we're hoping to contend in a year. You know what? At least I know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. At least I can get behind that. <clears throat> it's going to be like, you know what? It's something different. We got to try something different. I'm not advocating for fully selling, but if you're going to sell, sell. If you're going to buy, buy. We need to get out of this limbo state. It's like you know, we we is our farm system better than it was? Yes. But mm-hmm. you either use your farm system to continue to grow internally or you use your farm system to you know do what the Padres did where they built this amazing farm system and effort. We're gonna trade everybody to buy some talent. hmm
0: That's just what you gotta do. It's gotta be one or the other and I totally agree with you. Uh it's just right now, uh it's very hard to watch other teams just continue to get better. Even guys like Brad hand that we wanted in the offseason he went for dirt cheap, nothing and um, it's it's very, very frustrating and disheartening to know that we haven't made a move. And like you said, we, we we have time to do it. I would be good with this, you know, after tonight's game. If tonight was based on what this team's going to do, then like you said, sell, sell, sell. Because obviously this team did not show up tonight at all, um, besides Bundy maybe. And it's like, uh, go figure. And it's like, okay, you know, you, t- you get shut out by Oakland. Oakland owns us. Hey, you know what? It's just not our year, and I would prefer to see the Angels dump guys and get better for next year. But I don't know, bro. I, I, at this point, I'm lost. I'm completely lost.
1: Yeah, I mean, something's gonna happen. I mean, we were, there's a couple of these guys we've been looking at all year. I mean, today's question of the day: the relief pitcher who I talked about on the Cubs mm-hmm. got dealt mm-hmm. the White Sox.
0: Yep, don't you bigger. You've pulled out plenty of pitching prospects or op- options that are cheap for the Angels to make a move on, and they have whiffed on every last one of them.
1: Well, exactly. And we had some guys, some of our viewers who are, and, you know, participants who are like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the way to go. And then there's some people who are like, nope, I don't want that guy. And it's just like, who do you guys want? Mm-hmm. Who do you guys want? We're not going to go out there and get a raw chat. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go out there and hell, if Rysel Lacy's, would have been free, we wouldn't have gone out and get him. Yeah. So it's like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. The Angels don't need a closer. What they need is maybe one more starter who's going to mentor the young guys. So a Scherzer would have been that guy. Yep. Kyle Hendricks might be that guy because at least he's played in, the, in some playoff games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's guys to go out there and get, yeah. but they're not doing it. Do something. Mm-hmm. tomorrow's question of the day is going to be simply a straight up question. Will the angels make a move today? That's what yeah. the question is going to be. By the time you're you're listening to this, if you ever responded, go respond. But I'm sure the general consensus is probably going to be no. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all frustrated because nothing's happening. Sorry, I keep checking my phone every time a tweet comes out. I'm like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah, it was, is it happening or
0: not. Yeah,
1: because, yeah, I mean, Taylor Ward was removed from the game. <clears> it's going <gotta> to <throat> count for something, right? Because normally when a player gets injured, uh, the player immediately goes in for treatment. You know mm. what I mean? You go to see the trainer, you go get evaluated, but Taylor Ward went into the dugout and then didn't do anything. So either A, he's getting called up to the big leagues, mm. or B, you know. He's, he's part of a uh, deal. Yeah. He's part of a deal. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there who would have interest in Taylor Ward, and I know some of people are telling themselves, like, oh, well, there's no way they're going to want Taylor Ward. You know, well, he hasn't done shit for us. But, I mean, Taylor Ward's at least versatile.
0: Yeah, I think someone could use a backup catcher. You never know. Uh, we didn't really give him that opportunity here because we have Kurt Suzuki. So
1: Kurt Suzuki, the guy, Lord.
0: <clears> yeah, yeah, that's the guy. So,
1: uh, so just a couple of like things. I, I know you're gonna. We gotta, you know, get going. But uh, what are some of the moves today already mm-hmm. that have? You know, either, you know, impressed you that the other team pulled off or just pissed you off. I mean, besides probably the obvious one, which is Scherzer and trade Turner.
0: Yeah, that's the obvious one that pisses me off because I believe they could have gotten so much more back or could have ransomed those players over other teams. And I don't know what the Padres were offering, but the Dodgers not giving up Gavin Lux or anyone valuable like that. I mean, the 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 Nationals are completely stupid. They sold off the team. They got rid of Daniel Hudson to San Diego. Um the other one that kind of like just boggled my mind, Boston got Schwarber for nothing. Uh, I mean, the Nationals, I mean, are they trying to be bad the next 10 years? Are they trying to go to their roots from the, when they were the original Nationals over there? Are those Senators? I don't understand. This is a team a couple years off of a World Series appearance and a win. So I don't understand that just uh, – I mean, I understand uh, – uh, was it Scherzer? I don't understand Turner. I don't understand these other players. You don't have to hit complete rebuild so goddamn fast. I mean, that's cheap-ass yeah. ownership in my opinion. No,
1: no, no I, I agree with you Hunter, wholeheartedly, but, I mean, you know, there's some moves they also made that were good. I mean, like the Rendon signing, that didn't happen for them. Yeah. Some of the moves are the best moves you don't make. I mean, you know, I'm kind of a Broncos fan, I guess, if I have to mm-hmm. pick. And I mean, the Brock Osweiler signing, that was, mm-hmm. when we didn't sign him, didn't bring him back, probably the best move we could have ever made. But the thing is, it frustrates me because how come these other teams are out here and they make these moves to, for some big names and they don't give up anything? Yeah, I mean, The Potters did it all offseason. Blake Snell, who I get it, you know, has been a complete disappointment for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was mad when we didn't get it. Maybe I should be happy. But you know Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, they made all these deals during the offseason and now they're doing it for Daniel Hudson and they don't give up anything.
0: Yeah, I, Turner
1: I... and Max Scherzer? I mean, they didn't give up anything. Like what are we doing? We can, we have nothing to give up. <laughs>
0: I remember I was on another channel and Halo Haven came on and I'm going to drop names. Cause I'm tired of this moron. He he came on and he was like, no, the, the Padres just forfeited their future. You know, they, they traded a bunch of guys. I'm like, bro, they didn't give up anything for any of those players. I mean, they, they still have all their top 20 draft picks or, or, or yeah, not yeah. 20 draft picks, 20 prospects.
1: Top 20 prospects. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, they, their prospects are actually like top 20 prospects. It's not like, you know, the angels, like, 10 to 20 is probably like 30 or below for most yeah Padres top 20 prospects are you know the cream of the crops
0: they're gonna be good for a long time so the thing the thing is with the Padres like you said they got Musgrove they got Clevenger everyone forgets about that he'll be back in the rotation I mean they're gonna have an all-star rotation next year and they went out and they did it and they just pick up Hudson who's a decent pitcher from Washington I mean yeah it's very 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 frustrating because Angels brass seems to think, Oh, it's only a Dell and Marsh. Those, got, those are the only pieces. The angels can trade bullshit. These other teams are trading other guys. Lower, uh, lower a double a angels could do that too. They're just not doing it. So yeah. I see your frustration.
1: I mean, there's, there's trades that can be made out there. And I mean, there's some guys that, you know what? You might have to be willing to part with. Like we all like Max Stassi, but he's a free agent after next year. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting older, man. I, wouldn't be opposed to moving a ma- uh, you know, a Max Stasian. People are gonna be like, oh, well, who are we gonna have a catcher? I mean, does it matter? Mm-hmm. Does it really matter right now? I mean, worry about that next year, you know? Help me yeah. bring him back in two years. I mean, as of right now, I'm I, I don't even care about this year anymore, man. It's like at this point, let's maybe. Call up some of these guys and hope that next year we can compete. Like you said, I'm not worried about the starting pitching, really, because I actually do have some faith for once in Detmers. I hope Suarez figures it out. Sandoval might have turned the corner. You know, Packy, Chris Rodriguez. There's a lot of these guys who might actually come up next year and be productive. So I'm not worried as much about the starters it's the bullpen and some of the position player holes.
0: You could you, know? you, you could even throw Jan in there. He's tearing it up in single A like he's gotten like a fabulous record and they're talking about bringing him up to double A and if he if he cre- if he does good in double A he could be next year on the spring training roster trying to get a spot on the team too or at least making a play for triple A. So yes, I'm totally with you. The starting pitching to me as a youth movement if you're going to sell, like you said, if you're going to be one or the other, and you're going to sell youth movement the shit out of this lineup, let's start dfa yeah. guys. Let's start being grill master. Let's get rid of Suzuki, c and all these other fu- guys that are just shit in the bed, and let's bring up the youth, and let's see what they can do. And let's let, yeah. let's let it ride out
1: some guy on Twitter had told me like, oh, well, do you really have faith in some of the guys in AAA? And what I told him was, you know what? I, I might not, but at the end of the day, at least I have faith that some of those guys are going to come up and learn and put us in a better position in a year or two. Mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of these guys who are established major leaguers who aren't pulling it off. Because at the end of the day, those guys are closer to the end of their careers than at the beginning of their careers. At least in single A, double A, triple A, if you call up one of those guys, there's hope that, you know what, they're going to get to the show and they're going to figure it out. You can at least lie to yourself and say, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, Matt Wise is going to help them. At least there's some kind of hope that there's going to be a progression
0: there. Yeah, because if they get their lumps out now, I'd rather them do it now in a lost season than a season where we're actually contending. So let's go youth Seven. movement. Let's see what they can do. And if we have to be like Baltimore Orioles in the second half, then we're going to be the Baltimore Orioles in the second half. Because Exactly.
1: You know, and nobody's going to get mad. <clears throat> I, I don't think our fan base would be mad if they pick a direction.
0: Yeah, no, we, go ahead. no, I'm just going to say, if you realize what's out in the field and why they're doing it, then okay. Then like you said in the beginning, that's the direction that we're looking for. That's the kind of like, okay, this is what we're doing. I'm on board with that. I would yeah. be on board with that because at least when I come to the stadium and pay for tickets, I know that I'm seeing packing not trying to get out there, get him work himself out of a jam. He's pitching, you know, he's pitching for a first couple times in his career. I know that he's not going to go out there and throw Cy Young shit. And and other pitchers, yeah. you know, like that. They're gonna take their lumps, but that's fine. I know what I'm signing up for. I don't want to go there, fools gold, thinking, "Hey, man, this lineup could score eight runs. It shits itself, scores one. Uh, hey, this team could hold the lead, blows so zero. A game. Yeah, zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I rather know what I'm watching and getting myself into.
1: Yeah, I mean, my one of my last comments. Uh is I would much rather go to a game, an Angels game. Oh hell, I'll pay $25, knowing that you know what, man, I'm gonna see, you know, Packy Notting pitch. I'm gonna see Chris Rodriguez pitch. I'm gonna see Anthony Bamboo catching, mm-hmm. you know, any of these young guys coming up. Because here's the thing: I guarantee you, Packy Notting's gonna pitch every damn pitch that gets his last. Yep. He's gonna put his heart and his soul. He's not gonna go up there and mail it in and that's the thing personally that's why i love going to minor league games you hardly ever go to a minor league game and see a ball hit to the shortstop and the guy not run his ass off to trying to beat it at a first base why because that guy is hungry to get to the major league mm-hmm. that guy is literally hungry because these guys get paid 12k a year
0: <laughs> yeah they have so, a half
1: ass <laughs> they
0: they have a, a half-ass attitude up here in the majors sometimes and this this roster in itself just has the most complacent players you will ever see um i think an influx of Packy and and debt and all these other guys would bring such a good vibe to the clubhouse you've already seen what suarez and sandoval are they're talking with trout they're j- laughing they're joking they're talking with shohei you don't see that from some of the other players and <clears throat> i think that's a problem with this clubhouse <clears throat>
1: Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You need a little bit of a mix. Like Alex Cobb, you can tell is definitely a guy who, you know, like leads, but it's quiet Mm -hmm. because he always is just like Jared Weaver. Jared Weaver sat there, you know, he did joke at times, but most of the time he was sitting there with a serious face. He was attentive, but I, you know, Jared Weaver always knew what was up. And if somebody was out of line, he was the first to correct you. And I think Alex Cobb is the same way. Alex Cobb is going to be another interesting piece. By the time we're having this conversation, Maybe he won't be here anymore. Alex Cobb, if we are selling, is probably the first piece I'm selling. And it's not because I don't want to see him here. Trust me. I actually really like what Alex Cobb brought to the Angels. He's arguably our best pitcher, not named Otani. you You know what? He is our best pitcher, not named Otani and Iglesias. Besides those three guys, absolute trash all the way around.
0: I would like to see ma- – Well, and, see- and
1: Sandoval and Suarez, of course,
0: sorry. Yeah, because the last the last thing I'm going to say about this is, is um next year, if Sandoval continues to progress, I could see him being number three next year. And if you can t- re-sign Cobb and make him a four, he's a strong four. And yeah. then you've got Otani at number two, and then that magical question mark of who's the ace? Who's the pitcher that's going to come in here and take this staff by the balls? And if we do get a Scherzer-type pitcher, someone that's going to anchor this rotation – those four right there by themselves, add Suarez, add whoever you want in the fifth spot. That's a that's a rotation I can get behind. Now it's the bullpen that will be the problem. And, and, and can we address that?
1: Yeah, man, like I told you, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Yep. You know, if your weakest link in a rotation is, you know, like a Suarez or a Alex Cobb, that's not that bad. If your yeah. weakest link in your rotation is, you Know Quintana right now, or like Julio Tejeron, like last year, Ricky <laughs> Velasco, Jesse Chavez, and Trevor guys? Cahill. Yeah, exactly. Matt Harvey. Where, oh, there? God, dude, the list goes on and on.
0: That was a rotation I, of uh, that's a rotation of suck you just named.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're winning, they're winning the, the Cy Young of Trash.
0: Yes, consistently. Yes. Oh, man
1: uh all right uh, any closing thoughts before we plug everything else we've got going on
0: no, that's a bit that's it for me man
1: okay cool so let me think some of the things that i could know that we got to plug so like i said this is going to come out uh on trade deadline day so make sure you tune into the trade deadline show that'll be from what 10 30 to one thirty?
0: yep uh, 10 30 standard time mm-hmm.
1: okay yep so tune into that we're going to have uh uh, almost everyone from the team is invited on. I know we're all going to be working and doing our different things, but mm-hmm. Chase and Andrew will be fixtures of the show. So look out for that. I, I think Todd and I will pop in periodically. I'll pop in whenever I'm in the car, but I'll be with my, with my boss, CEO. So that'll mm-hmm. be, I'll, I'll try to, you know, keep my presentations on it short. Um, <laughs> Taylor Blake Ward, people are familiar with him from uh, his former angels podcast and the work he does with the angels on Twitter. Uh, so uh, make sure to tune in for that uh the uh tailgate what day is that
0: august 14th at 12 p.m to 6 p.m
1: yep we'll all be there I, i'm trying to get some friends to come up from san diego it'll be a good time uh i i think we can go ahead and release this information we just don't know what time yet but if all goes well we do have a, a special guest who's set to join us for an interview mm-hmm. and that is supposed to be trent rush so, ho- we're hoping to do a live show or at least a live interview, interview over there. So, uh, yeah, Trent Rush is expected to come by over to the tailgate for a live interview. So, that would be a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm sure uh, you're looking forward to that as much as I am.
0: That'd yeah, I good. am looking forward to that. It's going to be pretty cool because then it's going to show off in front of the other two pages. Like, hey, man, you know, we got Trent Rush here. So, they're going to be like, what the hell? So, it'll be pretty yeah. cool.
1: We're, now, we've got to convince Ty Butcher to come on, a, on an airplane.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: Our friend Ty Butcher, over.
0: That'd be dope, man. That'd be dope. I'd have to cook some yeah, ribs right. if that were to happen. Something good, yeah. Right. Or, some, or something <laughs> with pickles. Something with pickles, because they're addicted to there pickles. We go. Oh, there. pickles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, uh, a bunch
1: of other stuff on the horizon. We have some interviews set with some uh, with some minor leaguers coming up on the horizon. I think one of those mm-hmm. is set for Monday, so Todd and I have to talk uh, amongst ourselves between that. But uh, yeah, I think that's really about it.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. But we covered a lot in this uh, this episode. A little rushed. It was a little bit my bad. I took a nap earlier. I just been a rough day for me. Not just angels wise, but just everything. So, and you're on the east yeah. coast. So props to you for staying up, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's one twenty in the morning. It was like you texted me like almost right where my breaking point was. Like I, I tell myself, you know what? Like the angels game's over, and he's hasn't woken up yet. I figured you were asleep. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna go to bed.
0: Oh, okay. No worries. But, brother. hey, we got it in, man, and I'll have it released in the morning. All right. All right, brother. So, for this is Todd Fox and my buddy.
1: Fernando Mendez.
0: There you go. Catch us on the next episode. Go Angels. How about
1: that? Viva Los Angelitos.